0: And a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again the Oda Pain podcast Friday, June 9th, 2023. The Joe Beningo Oda Pain podcast brought to you by The Hackensack Brewing Company, Anita Discount Tire, and of course our good friends at DraftKings. First of all, before we do anything here and we start to, uh, you know, go crazy about the disaster that it is my baseball team the New York Mets. Let's start with this. I want we have now hit a million views or listens on our podcast we want to thank everybody who's listened to it over the last two and a half years or however we're doing this now i want to thank you so much uh for all your support really really appreciate it uh can't thank you enough uh, and i hope everybody has survived the disaster of the uh, wildfires in canada uh one of the strangest weirdest days i've ever seen uh, on wednesday uh just a eerie uh, looked like we were uh, the end of the world was near uh, we survived that. Thank God it's a lot better now. I'm sure there's other places that are going through that uh, as well now as we uh, that it moves down uh, the eastern corridor. But I got my thoughts on all of that. But uh, thank you again, Justin Trudeau, for the great job you're doing in Canada. Okay? <laughs> thank you so much for that. All right. <clears throat> so we survived that disaster. All right? But now the disaster of my baseball team, the New York Mets, Let's be honest, we sit here on June 9th, we have not even hit Father's Day, it's over, it's done. The Mets have now lost six in a row and were absolutely destroyed as they have been so many times over the last 30 years in Atlanta against the Braves. The Braves sweep them after they get swept by by the Blue Jays at home three games. Now, the Mets go down to Atlanta and get swept by the Braves. Every game, the Mets had the lead. They were up 4-1 on Tuesday night. They blew that game. They were up 4-1 on Wednesday night. They blew that game. Last night, they were actually down 3-0, came back, took a 5-3 lead. Brandon Nimmo hitting a grand slam. They were up 5-3. They were up 8-5. Francisco Alvarez hitting two more home runs last night. How good is freaking Alvarez? They were up. 8-5, they were up 10-6, and I'm telling you right now, as I'm watching this disaster last night, and I texted this to my good buddy Joey Toriello, Joey and Clark, Joey, they're ahead, why do I continue getting the feeling that they're behind? Never for a second did I feel comfortable that the Mets were going to win this baseball game, never, never, never. Even with the 10 runs they scored, even with the three different leads they had, let's start with Verlander, who stunk last night. You know, they're giving Verlander all this money. Let's be honest. He's been terrible. He's had a couple good games, that eight inning great, great performance against the Guardians, which seems like 100 years ago, right? Even last time out, you know, he had those six innings. Uh, was it, what was it against Toronto? I guess it was. Uh, six innings, 117 pitches, only gave up one run. Of course, the Mets lost 3-0. That was the game when Chris Bassett was toying with him <clears throat> and made him look like a freaking Little League team. But Verlander, he stunk. He was getting rocked all night. He only lasted three innings, gave up five runs. It was a miracle that he left with the lead. The Mets were actually up 6-5 when he went out of the game. And then they started trotting out the horrific bullpen. And I think last night it really came to four the fact that they don't have Edwin Diaz. Because last night, David Buck tried to get a five-out save out of David Robertson, and he couldn't do it. He got the first three guys out and then gave up that bomb of a game-tying home run in the bottom of the ninth inning. I think it was to Arsia. By that point, that was kind of passing out anyway. He gave up that game-tying home run to Arsia, and I shut it off because I knew they were going to lose. I knew the game was over. And eventually, Ozzy Albies hit a three-run home run. I think it was off Tommy Hunter in the 10th inning to win the game 13-10. What a disgrace. What a, what a disaster. <laughs> really. It's over. They're done. They've lost six in a row. Now they're finally scoring runs, and they still can't win. It looked like the pitching had straightened itself out. And now that's down to tank too, Right? Scherzer looked like he was dominant on Wednesday night. And then he winds up spitting a bit by the sixth inning. He didn't get out of the sixth inning. wound up giving up a 4-1 lead. He was down 5-4 when he left. And the Mets eventually lose that game. And let's not forget, Pete Alonso getting hit on the wrist. Now, I don't know what the deal is. He didn't play last night. They sent him back to New York for all the different tests and all of that. If Peter Alonzo's out for any protracted period of time, they're done. They're done now, but they're really done. And you're gonna tell me, okay, you're telling me and I heard I love Keith Keith, I love you, but don't give me this bullshit as they all do, that Charlie Morton wasn't throwing at him. what? Come on, you're telling me he wouldn't he didn't get hit on purpose the other night the ball the ball had barely just hit Alonzo and Hernandez couldn't get it out of his mouth fast enough that it wasn't done on purpose. Come on. Because remember the night before, when Pete hit a home run, who was it off? Uh, I forget the guy, whoever the hell he hit it off. It doesn't matter, right? And then basically they caught him on a hot mic in the dugout saying, hey, throw that pitch again, right? And, you know, the, the Braves and the Brave fans got all in a tizzy about it. They made a big deal about it. And they threw at him. And don't tell me they didn't hit him on purpose. The, don't insult my freaking intelligence. And who knows if he's out for a while. And I know Charlie, Charlie Morton went and apologized to him. So what? So what? That, does that mean he didn't hit him on purpose just because he apologized to him to make it look good? Who's kidding who here? All right? <laughs> who the hell's kidding who here? So hopefully Alonzo's going to be all right. But if he's, done, if he's out, forget it. And it's time now... It is time to finally get Daniel Vogelbeck out of here. DFA this guy. Get him out. Bring up Mauricio. And especially if Pete's out for any length of time, you got to bring Mauricio up, and you got to play these kids every damn day. I want to see Vientos in the lineup. Obviously, Beatty and Alvarez and no-brainer. And I want to see Mauricio playing every day. Why not? Why not? But these pitchers who they paid gazillions of dollars for, Uncle Steve threw all this money at Verlander and Scherzer. They're spitting a bit. These guys are showing you that they're basically both, you know, 40 or over 40 years old now. Verlander stunk yesterday. Even the outs, they were ripping on him. Even the outs were hard hit. I'm I'm disgusted. If you're a Met fan, you got to be disgusted. And they're scoring runs now, right? They scored the, this is the second time in what two a week and a half that they scored 10 runs and lost? They scored 10 runs in that game in Colorado, they lost 11 10 They scored 10 runs last night, they lose 13-10. And you knew they weren't winning this game. All night long, you were with this crummy bullpen. I don't care who they trot out there, they all stink. They all stink. Nogosick, Drew Smith, Tommy Hunter. Name the guy, Adovino, they all stink. And I don't want to get on David Robertson because David Robertson should not be in the position he's in. And you're asking this, and Buck trying to get a five-out save again out of David Robertson. How many times can you go to the well? And let's be real about this, too. The Braves are just a better team. They're better. It's not even close. I mean, look at the lineup they got. Are you kidding? All One through nine, Michael Harris, all we heard, right? Right, this kills me too. Michael Harris, right, last year's Rookie of the Year. All right, he's back in ninth, okay? Struggling coming into this series. Well, he found himself in this goddamn series, I can tell you that. Right, just horrible. Horrible in every way, shape, and form. And the Mets actually hit in this series. They actually hit, right? They're actually scoring runs. And blew a lead in every game. Every game. last night, blew three different leads to lose the game, blew a 10-6 lead, and you knew they were going to lose. You could see it coming. You could feel it. You know what? You could feel it, that they weren't winning this game. You just knew it. You're hanging on by pins and needles. This guy hits a home run. That guy, who is it? Darno hit a home run. How about Travis Darno? Does it make you sick as a Mets fan that the Mets can't get this guy out? They can't get this guy out, Travis Darno. And he hits a big two. I guess it was 10-7 because uh, I'm in and out, fading in and out of this game. I was so upset. I mean, last night there was other things that were upsetting me too, last night, that we won't get into right now. <laughs> All right? But it was 10-7, and Darno hits that two-run home run to make it 10-9. Eventually, again, like I said, I think it was RC that tied the game off Robertson. <laughs> but the bullpen stinks. The rotation stinks. The hitting is very up and down. You think maybe Jeff McNeil might get an extra base hit at, at some point again this year? You think maybe he will? And I'll tell you, one guy that's got to start playing all the time is Tommy Pham. He's been red hot. Tommy Pham with that two home run game the other night. And remember, he hit that ball to the wall, that freaking Acuna. Remember this play last, the other night, too, the game, the second game of the series, right? What was the score at that point? I forget what the score was. They were down 5-4, bases loaded, one out. Fams up, hits this bomb to the wall in right field, and freaking Acuna basically climbs the wall and makes the catch. Taken away. It would have been a bases-clearing double at the very least. He makes the catch. It's only a sack fly. It ties the game in 5-5. And, of course, eventually the Mets go on to lose the game. So if you're a Met fan right now, I mean, what else? what What do you do? Where do they go from here? Tell me. They're three games, what are they, 30 and 33 now. They've lost six consecutive games. They get completely embarrassed by the Atlanta Braves. Now they go to Pittsburgh to play the Pirates, right? I mean, do you have any confidence? You got Tyler McGill pitching tonight? Great. Sanger, Carrasco. Who do you have confidence in anymore? Scherzer stinks. Verlander stinks. Who, Who do you got confidence in? You know, for all these young guys that they have down in the minors, everyday players that they brought up, everybody but Mauricio now who should be up here, okay? They got no pitches. They got no young pitchers on this team, right? They got no young pitchers down in the minor leagues that could come here maybe and save the day. They got none. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, you know, they got how many games they got? How many games they played? They got 99 games left to play. Where is this team going? What are they, eight eight and a half behind the Braves now? Seven and a half, eight and a half? Does it matter? The Braves are so much a better team than the Mets. It's an absolute joke. It really is. But it is time to bring Mauricio up. Get this guy up here. Let's be real. Get this guy up here, and let's see these young kids play every day. Let's see him play every damn day. And I'll tell you, I wouldn't be upset. If you benched McNeil for a few days, you know, I know he got a couple of hits again last night. Does he ever get an extra base? He is hitting the softest 280, 285, whatever he's hitting, that you could possibly be. I think he's got one extra base hitting like his last 30 games. Maybe it's time to sit him. Right now, here's what I do. Hopefully Pete's back. Hopefully he's back, all right, and he's playing. And you got Pete at first. You got – Uh, I would put Mauricio at second. Bring him up here. Obviously, Lindor's playing short. Leave Beatty at third. Play Vient. Well, I, I wouldn't even play Vientos in left. I'd play Fam in left because he's red hot. Nimmo's in center. I guess we'll leave Marte in right. He's hitting a little bit. Although he did. How about that play he made last night? Letting a base hit the right field, go through his legs, and go all the way to the wall. Costing the Mets a run. That was nice. He hasn't been the same guy. Well, we'll leave him in right field. And Alvarez has got to be the catcher. I mean, I know you got Navarez up here now. You got to have Alvarez catch, all right? You want to DH him a lead? DH last night and hit the two home runs. Guy's got 11 home runs now, right? He's got as many home runs as Lindor and a lot less at-bats. How good is this guy? He's got to play every day, whether he's the catcher with Navarez up now or whether he's the DH. And Vientos has got to play. Can I see him play? I know he's not hitting, but he don't play. And maybe he'll wind up being the first base. I know Cannon could play first. But maybe Vientos will be the first base. I want to see the young guys. I don't want to see Mark Cannon. I really don't. I really don't. I sure as hell don't want to see Daniel Vogelbach, who must have pictures of somebody. <laughs> Does Daniel Vogelbach have compromising pictures of Buck Walter, Right? <laughs> or Billy Epler, or maybe Steve Cohen. I don't know. How is he still there? He's only making, I say only a million because that's in baseball. That's like no money. All right. That's like minimum wage in baseball, a million dollars a year. So he's making basically no money. How is he still on a team? He walks every now and then. He never swings the bat. He's a strikeout waiting to happen. He's a double play ground ball waiting to happen. He did a big double play in the game two nights ago. I mean, how much more can we take if you're a Met fan? It's time to get rid of the dead weight on this team. And it's time to bring up Mauricio and let's see what happens. This season looks done. Really. The highest, the biggest payroll in baseball. Basically a $400 million payroll. And this team is three games under 500, and basically on June 9th, dead in the water. And if Pete Alonzo's out for any any period of time, I mean, really. And at what point? When are we gonna hit? Like now, last night, I will say this: Verlander threw up and in on Acuna, where he knocked him down once. Okay, and I thought that was a message pitch, but they don't say that. You know, Gary and Keith and Ron, they don't make that. Of course, you don't think Verlander was throwing up and in on purpose on Acuna last night? What planet are they living on? Of course he did. But when are they going to throw – when are they going to hit one of these guys in retaliation for Pete? Is that going to be the next time? They don't play the Braves until August, really, thank God for that because they can't lose to him. But well, when do we get the retaliation for what happened to Alonzo the other night? I'm disgusted. If you're a Mets fan, you got to be you got to be ticked off to to holy hell right now about the state of this baseball team. What are they doing? What's Buck doing? What's Epler doing? What's Cohen doing? I'm I'm really I'm I'm disgusted right now. I really I, I What else? What else can you say if you're a Mets fan right now? You know, bring on the Jets. The Jets are doing well right now. They haven't lost a game yet. They own the month of May and June. They're great. Boy, they look good at those OTAs, huh? Whatever the hell they are. What do they call them? OTA, ATO, I don't know. Who, who knows? Whatever. VSO, I, I have no idea. Whatever it is. What a disgrace. Boy, did we get hosed by the Mets. Boy, did they F us Mets fans this year, didn't they? Boy, did we get we get it right up to you know what? Right up to Squon Jean. No, we did. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Write up it as a Met fan. can they, I'm begging you to bring Mauricio up and play these young guys every day. To me, that's the only thing left that I can get excited about. And let us pray. <clears throat> All right? Let us kneel in prayer that Pete Alonso is okay. Please. Please, Lord. All right. Beningo, the Oda Pain podcast. Let's get our sponsors in here. Oh, God. (laughs) I got indigestion. All right, the Hackensack Brewing Company, you know the deal. Located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in beautiful, who needs a house out in Hackensack, New Jersey? Who needs a house out in Hackensack? Is that all you get for your money? All right. Anyway, Billy Joel, if you didn't know, of course. course, He's from Long Island. What does he know about Hackensack? Anyway. (laughs) The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 p.m., Monday to Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Arkansas, right behind the tombstone. There's a big tombstone there for the Mets. It says RIP 2023 Mets. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for the $400 million payroll. Thank you. Thank you, Uncle Steve. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, go see Mike Jones. Go see TJ, Herb, Andre, everybody. Go try out my Oda Pain beer. A lot of pain, a lot of pain. And remember, you got the Met colors. I'm sure you're very happy about that. <laughs> try my Oda Pain beer when you're there. I will let you know, or maybe the boss will let us know when the next live podcast will be. Uh, maybe the end of this month, maybe next month, sometime as we move into the summer. You know, we get more and more into you know the summer we will have our next live podcast from the Hackensack Brewing Company. So we'll let you know, but want to thank everybody over there for the great sponsor they have been. Also, I Need a Discount Tire, Rivervale, New Jersey. Check it out. See Johnny, my son. See his boss, Ari, the whole group over there. You need tires? You need work on your car? You need your car inspected? Whatever you need, go see them at I Need a Discount Tire. Beautiful, Rivervale, New Jersey, uh, Westwood Avenue. And, um, tell them I sent you and they will take care of you. And we thank them for all that they've done over the last couple of years. And of course, DraftKings, you want to bet on anything? You want to bet on baseball? You want to bet on the, uh, on the, uh, Stanley Cup finals? Does anybody care? Las Vegas and Florida? Really? You want to bet on the NBA finals? Denver's up two games to one. They win in Miami the other day. They'll play game four tonight. Amazingly enough. They're playing game four only two days after game three. What? (laughs) I'm surprised they're not waiting a week to play the next game. But game four tonight in Miami as the Heat will try to bounce back and even the series up. But if you want to bet on that, the golf, the U.S. Open coming up next week, a Father's Day weekend, the L.A. Country Club. Of course, you know, and we'll get into it in a second, the whole thing now with the live tour and the PGA merging, how about that? We'll get into that. But whatever you want to bet, DraftKings, the way to go. We want to thank them again for another wonderful year. They're going to be with us again for the upcoming football season, which is coming at us fast and furious. So we want to thank them and all our sponsors for the great job that they've done. All right. Beningo, the Yoda Pain podcast. You heard about my horrific golf game. I played yesterday a little bit. We had a nice bounce back day after the, uh, you know, the whatever went on on Wednesday, one of the worst days I've ever seen. But anyway, played yesterday with the Duke. Did not play great again. As I continue to just underachieve golf wise. But anyway, so uh, but let's get into the golf a little. Nobody, nobody you heard about my golf, how crappy it was the other day. So you want to hear about it now. But <laughs> how about the merging of the Live Tour and the PGA? You know, if I am and this was inevitable. Let's be honest. You know, it was only a matter of time before the PGA was going to have to, you know, get together and get the you know, There's too many big time players that we're not seeing. You know, we need Brooks Kepka on the tour. We need Dustin Johnson on the tour. We need as much as people don't like him, Patrick Reed on the tour, right? We need Cameron Smith on the tour. All these guys, we need them on the freaking tour, right? We do. Phil, we need him on the tour, Nicholson. So it was inevitable that eventually Jay Monaghan, who's the head of the PGA, and I think they're ready to get rid of this guy, okay, was going to cave and get in bed with the live people and finally get it straightened out. And if I'm on the PGA, if I'm one of these guys like Rory McIlroy or Tiger or Jordan Spieth or Justin Thomas or John Rahm or Scotty Scheffler or any of these guys, <clears throat> that did not go over to live with all the money they were throwing on him, Adam, right? And stayed with the PGA, I got to be pretty pissed off, right? Yeah. I got to be mad. What are you doing? What do you mean? So you went all this crap about, oh, we don't want to be involved with them and we don't want to take the Saudi Arabian money and all that garbage, okay? Because it's all garbage, right? They don't want to take that money. Well, all of a sudden, <clears throat> that Saudi Arabian money looking a lot better. <clears throat> hey, let's do it. So I guess they're finally going to merge. And we will see. I guess next year will be the merging of the the uh, two tours. And I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if they're going to have different, you know, how they're going to, you know, streamline the events. I, I don't know, you know. But one thing, please, one thing, we don't want any shorts on the PGA Tour. We don't want anybody playing with their hat feaking backwards on a PGA Tour, all right? We don't need that, none of that crap. We certainly don't need 54-hole tournaments. We don't need that. We don't need music playing during the, during the tour, during the, uh, you know, while, while they're playing. I don't need any of that. But I'm telling you right now, how does this Jay Monahan keep his job? After all the nonsense and all the crap that they said about the live guys going there You know, and all the money, and how could you blame these guys for taking the money that they were throwing at them? I mean, who, you know, come on, all right? You know, and I don't want to hear about, you know, Saudi Arabia and this and that because we could go on. I've I've said it a million times, okay? You know, how about the money that the NBA has been taking from China for years? Billions, okay, billions. And nobody says a word about that, but that's okay. That's all right. Don't worry about it. But let's go nuts about the Saudis, right? I get it. And I get it. I get all the different things about the sorties, 9-11, Khashoggi, all of it, okay? But what, a, what nonsense, okay? What nonsense, what hypocrisy by the PGA. I really feel bad. I do. I feel bad for all the guys that did not take the live money and stayed with the PGA, and, boy, it did not take the PGA long to hose all those guys that were loyal, right? Didn't take them long. And we will see – now, next week, we'll see everybody back at the U.S. Open. I forgot to mention Bryson DeChambeau, who I actually – I'm going to pick – pitch. I'm picking – that's my pick for the U.S. Open in the pool. This pool I'm in with my buddy Tommy Keenan, I talked about it. Last week, I made a big mistake. I took Kirk Kitayama, what was I thinking about, at the Memorial, which Victor Hovland eventually won. I couldn't have used him anyway because I already uh, used him during the year. I took Kitayama, who did not make the cut. Fortunately, I only dropped two spots. I went from six to eight, so not terrible. But I took Matthew Fitzpatrick this week in the uh, Canadian Open. And by the way, how not it crazy that w- th- th- these these wildfires in Canada, right? You know, we're getting it in New York. The whole East Coast is getting it. There's disaster, the cloud over the city. You can't see the buildings. You can't walk outside. All you smell is, you know like a, a fire going on from, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles away. How is it that this fire from Canada affects us in the United States and doesn't affect them in Canada? They're play, The Blue Jays are playing games at home in Toronto and they're playing this Canadian Open in Toronto. No effect there. How is that possible? What a disgrace. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, the Canadian Open, I took Matthew Fitzpatrick. He's one shot back. I think there's three or four guys that are five under. Fitzpatrick's four under. So, good opening round for him. I feel a little better. And I'm definitely taking DeChambeau next week at the U.S. Open, even though I think Brooks Kepka Brooks is going to win again. I really do. I might bet him he's 11-1. to one. I might bet him separately to win the tournament. Because I got a feeling Kepka, Kepka's playing like with a brick on his shoulder. You know what I mean? Okay? <laughs> He should have won the Masters. He won the PGA. You know, don't be shocked if he wins the U.S. Open. Remember, he's won two U.S. Opens already. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. A lot of people like Max Homer next week because it's. I guess this is his home course. The L.A. Country Club is his home course, I guess. But uh, nevertheless, U.S. Open next week. But the, the big news about Liv and the PGA back together. You know, or not back together, but together again. Is there going to be like an apology to Greg Norman too? Like, are we going to see like a a, a Maya culpa from the PGA powers that be apologizing to Greg Norman for all the grief that they've given this guy as being the guy that basically was the head of the uh, of the Live Tour, right? Maybe they should. Maybe there should be a little Maya culpa there. I think no, I know they hate him. My yeah. wife says she thinks they hate him. I know they hate him. But maybe you should be in a impo- getting in bed. You're, you're getting in bed with them now. Maybe you should apologize to Norman. Maybe you should. We'll see how long this Jay Monahan lasts. I don't think he's going to be lasting too long. All right. But then go to Oda Payne podcast. One last thing. Boy, you know, the Yankees split their doubleheader yesterday. Remember, they they postponed the game on Wednesday because of, you know, all the disaster from the fires, okay? They played a doubleheader yesterday. He split with the White Sox. Actually lost two out of three in their series with the lousy White Sox. But they better hope that Aaron Judge is not out for a long period of time because the New York Yankees are not the same team without Aaron Judge. All right? He made that great catch in L.A. last week. And by the way, Dodger Stadium, L.A., okay? I know Dodger Stadium has been around for a million years now, 1962, I guess, right? It's the third-oldest stadium in all of baseball behind only Wrigley and and Fenway, which is amazing when you think about it, but it is. Maybe they shouldn't have, like, chain-link fences that open in the outfield. (laughs) Maybe they shouldn't have, like, a little, like, I don't know, was it concrete or steel at the bottom where freaking Judge hit his toe into? What was that? If I'm the Yankees, I'd I'd be pretty ticked about that. What is that? Yankees need Aaron Judge, all right? If the Yankees are not the Yankees without the best – Aaron Judge is the best player in baseball. <clears throat> I don't want to hear about Mike Trout. I don't want to hear about Shohei Ohtani. I don't want to hear about anybody. Ronald Lacuna, you give me the guy. Throw the guy at me. You think he's the best player in baseball. Vladimir Guerrero, I don't care who it is, all right? The best player in baseball is Aaron Judge. Case closed, all right? The Yankees need him back. They play the Red Sox this weekend at, at the stadium, and hopefully he'll be back sooner or later he's on the IL. Uh, maybe the Dodgers should do something about their, their uh, fence in right field. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you tomorrow on The Fan. See you Monday on the podcast all the